Hello and thank you for tuning into the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, November 13th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Arizona State AD Ray Anderson has resigned, effective immediately. Anderson said, it has been a privilege to serve as ASU's athletic director for nearly a decade. We have entered an unprecedented era where the number and magnitude of changes in the college sports landscape are astounding. As I approach 70, these are not matters that my leadership would be able to corral during my tenure. Continuity of leadership will be needed, and I am choosing to step aside to let the university find that leader. ASU Senior Vice President for Educational Outreach and Student Services Jim Rund will serve as interim AD. Mississippi State is parting ways with football head coach Zach Garnett, per Yahoo's Ross Dellinger, football scoops John Bryce and others. Per ESPN's Chris Lowe, Mississippi State will owe him nearly $4 million, but it's subject to mitigation if he should get another job. San Diego State football head coach Brady Hoke announces his retirement. The Athletics' Chris Vanini notes Hoke's buyout was more than $4 million, and while it was subject to mitigation he was not required to seek employment, leading some industry sources to wonder if Hoke, who is 65, would just retire if he was let go and collect the buyout. It's not clear what the separation agreement is in this situation, but it allows Hoke to wrap up his tenure and career with celebration. The college football playoff held an introductory teleconference for incoming executive director Lieutenant General Richard Clark, during which outgoing executive director Bill Hancock said, I have spoken with him previously and then again about this job, and I can tell you that he has a great understanding of what the job entails. I'll also note on a personal level you don't get to meet a general too often who is not only a strong leader but such a humble man. I think General Clark has just the right touch and he's going to do great. Hancock also says the timeline for a transition is still being finalized but he plans to stay in the role for much of 2024. When asked why he wanted this position, Clark explained, I'll be honest with you, it wasn't something that was on my radar until a search firm that was employed by the board of managers and the management committee came to me and asked if I would be willing to put my name in the hat. To be a part of something as big as this for our country, it's unimaginable to me that the opportunity presented itself, but I am honored and grateful for the chance to be a part of it. I look forward to learning more and moving forward to help us achieve those goals. Hancock was also asked whether Michigan AD Ward Manuel was participating in CFP deliberations this week and replied, yes. Legends announces the launch of Legends College, a new business unit that will provide the company's support to universities, collegiate organizations, and events. Legends CEO for Collegiate Partnerships Mike Bean has been appointed as president and says, Legends College will bring together our best-in-class industry experts across our 360-degree service solution to create an unmatched platform to support our collegiate partners. The college athletics landscape is rapidly evolving, and we are excited to build upon the great work our team has done with leading institutions over the past decade to continue providing innovative solutions to deliver on our partners' goals. Stanford will begin distributing Alston Awards this season, per Cardinal Executive Associate AD for External Relations Carter Henderson, who tells the Stanford Daily the guidelines for the payments are still being determined. Florida State announces a five-year, $75 million fundraising initiative called Elevate Champions to support women's athletics. Volleyball alumnus Gabrielle Reese was on campus this past weekend to support the initiative, and Seminoles AD Michael Alford says, We are excited to welcome Gabby back to campus and grateful for her support in getting this vital initiative off to a successful start. Gabby is an iconic representative of FSU athletics and has played an integral part in setting the standard of excellence that defines our women's programs. 
Texas State's football success this season is already paying dividends, according to the San Antonio Express News' Ricardo Delgado, who points out the university has seen a 10% uptick in applications this year while licensing revenue is up 25% year over year. Additionally, through five home games this season, Texas State has averaged 22,297 fans, a 24% increase over last year's average attendance of 18,042. Average student attendance per game has doubled from last year as well. President Kelly Damphouse says, all ships do rise. And I think that sports that are not football understand how important football is. Men's basketball to a lesser extent as well, because there's a lot of revenue potential there as well. But the other sports are so dependent on a successful football program because that's where the large revenue potential is. U.S. Magistrate Judge Kendall Newman last week ruled the NCAA does not have to provide pay data for individual assistant coaches nationwide. The request was made by unpaid ACs who claim the NCAA and its Division I schools unlawfully agreed to pay them nothing in a wage-fixing conspiracy. Newman wrote that bylaws allowing the NCAA to collect information from member schools are not meant to provide a discovery mechanism for plaintiffs to utilize. The coaches had argued that collecting the data themselves would be burdensome and require a huge number of subpoenas. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, November 13th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.